Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Bring out the Zamboni! It's time for Curbside with the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Blues and Flyers tonight, 7 o'clock over at Enterprise Center, 6 o'clock pregame, and Joe Vitale and Chris Kerber will have the call for you at 7 o'clock. Chris Kerber with us now, and before we get to the Blues and the Bruins on Saturday and the Blues and the Flyers tonight, Kerbs, how sad are you that both the Cowboys and the Rams lost yesterday? Um, not sad at all. Pretty happy. <laughs> like Good Monday morning for a lot of people. Yep, it did. You know, I, I mean, it, it's, it's been a great week. Bill Belichick is gone. The Cowboys <laughs> lose. The Rams lose. I mean... I got to be honest with you. Like, this is this is fantastic. It's about like, as I good as it can point. be, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, you, you know, I'm a Giants fan. Of course, I still follow the football Cardinals. I, I still absolutely love that logo from from the time I was a kid. Um, but uh, but I'll tell you, my father-in-law is a diehard Red Sox fan. So we got it, and, and a and a Boston fan. So we get a text message. Uh, my wife and I on this group text with my father-in-law couple days ago we're about to play Boston and it says Blues play the Bruins tonight good luck and both Christy and I are just start railing on them yeah you don't mean that like when I took him to a, to game one of the Stanley Cup final and said you're not wearing Bruins gear he still wore a Bruins shirt underneath his other shirt right <laughs> and so so we're like we're giving it to him. he goes what I can I can root for both teams we're like no you can't like this is not how this works like I, I'd have so much more respect for you if you sent me a text and said blank the Blues today because I would at least know that he's being true okay so we're <laughs> We're going back and forth on this because now he's also, and you guys can understand this, that he's the kind of, and, and this is the thing about Boston sports fans that I've seen more than any others, all right? He, he's the kind of fan that I think would still rather see the Yankees lose more than he would rather see the the Red Sox win. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right? So, okay, so this is where I've gotten with the NFL because they don't really have an, an an affiliation with a team, and I am, you know, I said fans of the, the Giants and a little bit of the Cardinals, right? Uh, I think I would still rather see teams like the Cowboys, the Patriots, and the Rams lose far more than I'd rather see any team win. I'm with you. I, I That's my emotional investment. I I, have, I feel the exact same way. Yep. So Perfect. good. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, it, it's just more fun just watching their fan bases just yeah. melt down. Tremendous. Oh, Curbs, yeah. you should have seen Randy this morning. He was giddy with joy. I mean, he was oh. bouncing off the walls. You, you've been there, Curbs. I, you know. Listen, this, oh, listen, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I should have texted you, you know, and said, good morning, Randy. What a great day it is. I mean, look at this. It, it, I just I just did that live read for Classic Air Care, and I, I mentioned on it that I feel like I'm in Winnipeg, and I do. But <laughs> the difference is, like, the sun is out. Right? And yeah. it, the sun has got to be out because of what happened in the NFL yesterday. There you go. Well, of course, we have to talk to you, too, about the Blues falling to the Bruins 4-3 to in overtime this past week and some controversy on how the game ended curbs. So what are your thoughts on the non-call, I would say, obvious tripping of Robert Thomas in overtime? I think it was an egregious call, non-call. I think it was absolutely horrific that they missed it. Uh, and I've, I've been chewing on this for the last, you know, 36 hours or so. And I, I, I go to this. Like, Drew Bannister said that the right things, what he had to say. The players did as well. 
you know, and then there were other aspects of the game. Yeah. I mean, you fell behind, you know, you're making mistakes and you fell behind and, you know, leagues and players are, well, you know, refs are going to make mistakes. You know what? Their job is to get it right. Their job, like, and there's, and from one night to the next, there's just so a lot of inconsistency on what is called and how it's called and the timing of when it's called to make the interference call on Oscar Sundquist, which if you go back and listen to the broadcast, we said on the air, yep, he tripped them. We don't know why he tripped them, right? <laughs> that, that, that play doesn't make any sense at all for, for Oscar. Okay. And Oscar said that in the post game show, although Oscar did disagree with the call a little bit. We said on the air, well, you tripped them, you know, and, and you can't do that. But to make that call, which was away from the puck, right? And, and then not make the tripping call in three on three overtime, which is right on the puck makes absolutely no sense. And, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that officiating actually does impact the game. Uh, how a referee calls a game uh, dictates how aggressive players can be. You know, things, everything along those kind of lines. You miss a critical call, it can cost a, a team a game. You know, you, 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 screw up a, you screw up a pass interference call in the NFL. Look at how recently we've seen crews say, well, they're not getting the playoffs. They're not, they're not officiating in the playoffs because they, you know, they screwed up games. They, they impact the game. This idea that a bad call or a non-call doesn't impact the game, especially with as much as online every single game now in, in the NHL, I think is, is insane. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it was an awful missed call. I'd like to know what happens the next time those two referee. Like, do they do they text a Robert Thomas? Do they call him? Do they see him? Say, I, I screwed that up. Some do, some don't. But bottom line is, their job is to get it right. And I think there needs to be another level, another standard of expectation and excellence coming from that side of things uh, with the National Hockey League. And they work hard on it. They're, you know, one of the things you're trying to do, guys, is they're, they're actually trying to bring in former players. They're going to players that are, are not likely to make the National Hockey League but have experience playing and stuff. And so what we're seeing is some referees coming up that have, that have had minor league careers, you know, college careers. And I like that aspect of things. But one of the issues and the struggles that they're having is because they've had enough veteran referees retire or have to retire, I think some guys are coming into the league with far less experience than they need when they get here. And that is really, that's coming into play when you're playing in a league now where the parity is what it is and everything is so tight and you feel like the playoffs are on the line from game number one. Mm -hmm. And those two things are clashing a little bit. So I don't know, that's kind of the, that's the thoughtful way of it and the emotional way of it. But I thought it was a brutal non-call. All right, Curbs, let's uh, look bigger picture here from uh, 5,000 feet. If somebody tells me before the Blues play, the Panthers, Rangers, and Bruins, that the Blues have 50% of the available points going into those games, I'm really happy about it. Now, would I have liked to have beaten Boston in overtime? Yes, but that that's just one point. How do you feel about having three out of the six available points heading into tonight? I think uh, I think this has so far been a pretty doggone good run. And yes, you, you'd like to get every point you can, but I'm, I'm with you, Randy. I think you have to look at where you are as a team honestly, and when the other teams that you're playing. And I think the Blues, frankly, going back to that first game against Dallas after Christmas, have done a pretty doggone good job against a lot of these top teams. The reason you feel the heat is because you didn't get enough wins against the other teams prior to that. 
And that when you're going into this kind of a gauntlet, if you had done the job against the other teams you should have done before that, you're probably going, hey, this is good. We survived it. And there's a big difference when you go, we survived this run versus we need more out of this run. And the Blues, unfortunately, are in a position where they say we need more out of this run. Um, Talking to some of the guys, I I believe there's a really strong belief system in this room. Uh, I think they feel that things are going in the right direction. And and I have no doubt in my mind that somebody like Jordan Bennington is fueling that with his play. And I know that there's a strong belief that this team – and these players think that they can claw their way into the playoff, into a playoff spot. And, and I get that sense again, which is good. So I'm, I'm, I think you got to be pretty satisfied with, with the way this has gone. Now, what is insane, Randy, is you've played, what, three games over 500 under Drew Bannister since he took over, and you've lost ground. Yeah, right. And you're losing ground because the Edmonton Oilers have won 10 in a row. The Seattle Kraken have won nine in a row. Teams are playing at five, six games over 500 while you're playing at three games over 500 if you look at a pacing thing. But that's why we say, like, October and November are just so doggone critical months to setting up your season. And the Blues were in a pretty good spot at, at Thanksgiving. They were in a playoff spot, you know, but some other teams have gone on some runs, and now the Blues have to find a way to go on a run themselves to keep pace. Well, hopefully that'll continue tonight. The Flyers in town, 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock faceoff with Curbs and Joey here on 101 ESPN. Chris, thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it, and we will talk to you soon. Happy Monday, Randy and Brooke. Very happy (laughs) indeed. (laughs) We'll see you later, brother. That is the voice of the blues here on 101 ESPN, the one, the only Chris Kerber.